previously on The Adventure Zone. I'm here to put an end to a threat that few people, even within my own department, believes exists in the first place. All I ask is that the next time I ring your bell, you come running. We're going to head up to Topside. She's going to open the portals to vent after we've distracted the FBI agents and we've gotten close to the gate. And then your perspective changes as if you just jumped into this void and you go down and down and you see the bright red heart of the quell. That had nothing to do with peyote. (laughs) You see like silhouettes of these guards uh, catching each other in, in their flashlights and then 12 headlights illuminate all at once and they slip in formation down the far bank of a creek and then launch out of the opposite side and the moon illuminates the trajectory of the hornet's last flight Cricket song of the Monongahela National Forest erupts into chaos. Flashlights and headlights dance between the trees, scored by panic shouts and roaring engines. The hornets complete stylish, taunting laps around Amnesty Lodge, leading the FBI response unit on a wild goose chase deeper into the woods. The three of you, along with the three other chosen, Barclay and Janelle in tow, use the distraction to sprint toward the lights of the main facility ahead. Thacker hacks through the brush, carving an unseen path in the wilderness toward their destination. Minerva holds up a meaty hand, and your party pauses. Hollis screams by, pursued by a half-dozen armed guards. They pass, and you proceed. Finally, you arrive at the source of the brilliant white light you followed through the forest. It's a vast, makeshift installation built of rigid canvas and thick sheets of secure paneling, illuminated from within and without mirroring the full moon that has begun to peek over a crumbling Mount Kepler. A slender metal door is the only interruption of this light and the only means of accessing this facility. Beside it, a keypad is bolted to the wall. And Dr. Drake says, Well, I guess that's it. Uh, noble effort, y'all, but, you know, the door's locked. So, go, go get a sixer at Brewster's, and we can have, head on back to my place and play some some board games or something. Yeah, I mean we had a good run, what? but hey, I, win some, no, lose what? some. We've Door literally six. just encountered the first obstacle. Well, yeah, I'd argue it's the a keypad. Look at it. Yeah, I'd argue the first obstacle was the gate with the cameras that you and the uh, the other Harry Potter kind of screwed the old pooch on. But um, we have reached the second obstacle. Now let me try. Hold on, uh, and I press seven. No, it's not seven. Try one, try two, one, three, four, try five. Try one, two, th- yeah. yeah. One, two, three, one, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Do I notice any, I'm pressing through those numbers. Do I notice mm-hmm. any sort of like different reaction that would give me an idea of like how many numbers I'm supposed to enter? I have just realized, hi, this is Griffin. 
I've just realized that the last time I gave you a keypad lock puzzle was at the end of balance and you all just, I forget what wild solution you came, but I also remember it took you 25 minutes to, to get through it. It was the uh, whole, um, Thacker, Thacker has an idea. Okay. Wait, I want to answer to my question first. Uh, no, you don't. It's probably one of those things where you have to press the star button at the end of it, so you really don't even have any way of knowing how many numbers it's supposed to be. Okay, all right. You you said it was made out of canvas. Could we not like cut through it? Uh, you could certainly try. It's like a. It's it is a. Um, it's it's not like a tent. It's not like a, a canvas tent. It's like rigid, uh, like cemented canvas material. Um, but if you didn't, I knew try, that is too easy. Yeah, if you didn't Aubrey's, want to try and smash through, it's fine. Aubrey's gonna lightning bolt the keypad. Just I mean, try. it worked Ooh. so good last time. Well, we're gonna try, and away we go. Let's see that number. Let's see that big number. Okay, that's an eight. Uh, and then I have a plus three to magic minus one, but it's still a ten. Uh, okay. Hey. Yeah. Um, that's. A success. Yeah, that's a success. I think that that is, we're kind of fudging it a little bit because I don't think kick some ass is even appropriate because it's not like this keypad's going to be like, no, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out like a gun. Uh, I, that is definitely enough to uh, shock the door. And the, the the keypad just like sparks come shooting out of it and it pops out of the wall uh, cartoonishly. Uh, and with that, the door slides open. Uh, and with that, Minerva turns to you, Duck, and she says, It's time, Duck Newton. I must take my position to open the vents at your signal. May I, um, may I pull you aside for a moment? Yeah, sure, what's up? And she, she grabs you and walks you a little bit away from the facility while everybody else kind of crowds up around the door, and she says, I have a confession Duck Newton, and you, you must not share it with Dr. Drake or Leo Turkesian. Do you understand? Yeah. I can understand your hesitation. Last time I made a confession to you, it was how I obliterated an entire planet. But this one's not quite as bad. It's yeah, pretty bad. It be, is, it's kind of bad. Is it still. bad? Still, it's still, still bad. kind of bad. All right. When I made contact with this planet, when I chose a champion with which to share my powers and expertise... My ability to select that recipient was limited. Mm. You, you, you must understand that that process is complicated and taxing. And, well, the people I chose, which is to say you and Leo and Dr. Drake, they were essentially within a radius of a few dozen miles, completely random. Okay. You doing okay? So it's like you still did. You, was it ran? Was the okay? Now wait. This is key. Is it like the the area of the radius was random, or your selection within said radius was random? The latter one. Which one would make you feel better? Well, like. If you had to pick everybody at my high school, I would still feel pretty good, right? Like, <laughs> that would still feel, that would be like hero dictorian, right? Like, I would still be like the most heroic person at my high school, which is fine. 
Um, the other one, complete randomness, is a little jarring. Uh, that will be a little bit tougher to swallow, yeah. I must also admit it was jarring to me. It, it caused me no amount of consternation when you decided to completely shrug off your destiny, Duck Newton. Um, yeah, yeah, but it seems like, one, you didn't answer the question, which is cool, I get it. Second, <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't sound like it was much of a destiny. It sounds more like a a dice roll to me. Now listen, I did believe that for some time, but... After seeing what you have done, seeing what you are capable of, I, I no longer believe that. I no longer believe the process actually was random. For whatever reason, by whatever providence, I found exactly the right person for this impossible task. You know, it's funny, Minerva. Uh, I've been in the mix here for a while now, and and just by keeping my own eyes open. You know what I think? What's that? I th- I think that sometimes if we believe in people enough and we tell people that they can do great stuff, that a lot of times people surprise you. Like, I don't, I don't think it's, you don't know a lot of humans, but uh, from what I've seen, if you tell them that they're capable of great things, uh, a lot of times they'll get there. I agree, Duck Newton. Will you... Will you kneel, Duck Newton? In subservience to you, my new overlord? No, no. Finally, the alien takeover has arrived. It is happening. (laughs) The conquest starts with me, slave numero uno. Duck Newton, organ farm. Let's go. Put me in a tube. It just humor me. It's for a ceremony, Duck Newton. You spoiled the moment somewhat. (laughs) Well, that's all right. I'll go ahead and kneel then. Uh, she draws her sword and places it on her shoulder, on your shoulder, and she says, Duck Newton, your powers, I believe they've begun to rival my own. As hard as that may be for you to believe, you are my ward no longer. By the light inside, between, and around, I name thee a herald of the astral mind. And Leo and, and Dr. Drake are looking at you like, okay, okay, this is cool, this is cool. And she leans down, and I leans down, she's like, that's a, I know that's new stuff, that's a big deal. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. I yeah, mean, yeah no, for sure. There's not in many In for a penny, in for a pound, that's what I say. Yeah, so, um, and she stands you up, she says, I don't know what you're going to face today, but... I trust with my whole heart in your ability to decide what is right and true and make that decision your reality. So, good luck, my dear friend. And she just crushes you with a big bear hug. Which which I return, obviously. Okay. She says, ooh, those arms are getting beefier, friend. Yeah. Yeah got a regular gun store here now it's a hug (laughs) battle uh and roll to hug some ass she's (laughs) (laughs) now if you roll a 10 plus you can hug extra ass you suffer no hug at all (laughs) now this is the makings of a new hot rpg now we got a game yeah Uh, she steps back away from you and leo takes her side and she says uh he, he says yeah um 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with her. Uh, not not that I think she's gonna need any help, but you you know, just in case. I I don't want her trying to defend a position on her own. Two swords are better than one, right? That's just math. So, yeah, it's math. Uh, and he puts a hand on your shoulder. He says, "I was gonna tell you to make us proud, Duck, but I I don't think you're capable of doing anything but that. So, uh, do do uh do good work in there. Keep your elbows up. Remember, keep keep them a little bit tighter. And uh, yeah, you're gonna do fine." Hey, listen, I think I I don't know really what to say other than um, you're an old guy who has taught me everything he knows. And narratively, it would make a lot of sense for you to beef it. So I need you to have your head on a super swivel in there, right? I'm pretty sure I tried to cash my beef it chip already and it bounced. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> You're mixing a fucking lot of metaphors here. There were here, like buds. four metaphors. <laughs> there was like yeah. four combined into one delicious slurry, but um, and there's a fifth. Just go ahead and take take care of yourself, okay? Yeah, you got it. And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out um he pulls out a slim jim and he hands it to you. He says, I know you like these. You always come by getting them. You can uh I don't know if you need to if you need to get some juice back in the tank. I just you know, I don't some protein, jam some protein in your hour of need, I don't know. This is Wait, nothing. is this like a healing potion? Fuck. Magic Slim Jim. I could role play a a gay elf with magical powers. I don't think I can role play someone who likes uh, beef jerky. <laughs> that may be like too much for me, frankly. You told me that beef jerky's your life, and you eat it with every don't, meal. I don't every understand. You've ever made. Technically, Listen. it's not even beef jerky. Slim Jim is like some sort of reconstituted reconstituted beef tube. Man, Minerva just declared me one of the mystic knights of Tirnanog, and I can no longer uh, sully my body, my vessel of that charge with any more of this this stink meat. I, I understand. I guess keep I'll, it I'll, as I'll have, a treasured yeah, gift. The gesture's done. It's fine. The, no, I appreciate it. That's really nice. For if Randy sure. Macho Man Savage were still alive, he would be so pissed right now. Yeah, that's uh, and. With that, uh, Leo jumps up on Minerva's uh, shoulders as she just charges through uh, through the woods, just barely Wait, through trees. <laughs> he uh, stops up and gets a piggyback ride. Yeah, he does. Uh, and yeah, the door is open. Inside, you can kind of see a, um, a a small little entry chamber where there appears to be some sort of security outpost that is. Uh, now deserted, thanks to the the motorbike stunts that are still happening out in the distance. Uh, and at the edge of this uh, chamber, you see like um, you see some plastic sheeting uh, that is sort of acting as a as a door. Uh, and beyond it, you can see some lights and you hear uh, some activity from behind that that plastic sheeting. What do you do? Um. Just based off of like our kind of understanding of, you know, direction and geography, is that right. the way towards the gate? Or oh yeah, like yeah. So so let me explain. You you have now breached into the main facility. It is one large, uh, sort of. Uh, it's one large building, uh, essentially uh, that was sort of quickly constructed here by the FBI, uh, and it is right like it's right behind Amnesty Lodge. So yes, at the center of this facility, you assume is is where the archway is. I think there's probably enough sort of like arboreal landmarks around you for you to like know which way you need to go inside the building, right? Like at least which which heading you need to take. Um, so this is the entryway. This is like you essentially just have the one option moving forward here. 
Okay, but like Thacker, it's, cl- it's clear there are some people behind this plastic sheeting, right? You would assume. You hear. I, yeah. I, it is so obvious. I would tell you, you hear like uh, keyboard typing back there. Thacker uses psychic event. Oh, okay. Opening his uh, mind to try and figure out where Mama is, since they have a, a, a connection. Oh, for sure. They're friendly. Uh, he opens his brain to the psychic environment and tries to figure out where Mama is. Can you Allow describe me. how it looks when he does this? Is it- he squints up like he's uh, taking a big crap. And good, uh, good. This is good finale stuff. There was a moment of hesitation there where Dad was trying to decide whether or not he should say that, and then yeah, he yeah, just yeah. Said it. but he did yeah. it say yeah. it, and that we're really on some story and song level shit. So thanks for that, Dad. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And it squinches his face up. It's real ugly, and he concentrates very hard. All right, so, so here we go. Sensitive. Okay. It's eight uh, plus weird. Yes. Which is two. Wow. And that's a ten. Good roll. Good job, Dad. Good What's psychic up? powers. You open up your mind to the psychic environment, uh, which... Uh, I th- I think I had a pretty clear idea of what that looks like whenever you were trying to spy on the quell. Uh, here I don't I don't think it is like this crystal clear picture. Uh, like it was when you were sort of trying to commune with this supernatural entity, right? You are just trying to get like a you're echolocating essentially, and you are using your relationship with Mama as sort of the anchor for that. Um, and so you can just kind of make out shapes you can mail you can mainly make out emotions uh she is exhausted uh she is uh you assume like tranquilized to some extent um and you also have picked up on like what she has experienced in the last couple minutes especially since the uh the hornet's distraction uh ploy went off there was a lot of action here in the facility a lot of alarms going off and a lot of people running around uh so you assume just based on that that there are, uh, you, you have cleared out maybe you know most of the security forces in here uh she was moved when the distraction ploy kicked off. She was moved from whatever holding chamber she was being kept in, uh, and now she is being held uh, in a different room. Uh, she is being held... Yeah, No, I mean, she would she would know what she is near, and she would know, like... She would be thinking about that and communicating that in a way you understand. She is, she is near the archway now, uh, but she is not alone. So she's not in the actual building. She is in the building. Yeah, the archway is inside the building. They've sort of constructed it around it as sort of a secure location. Okay, much like in Thor, when they built it all around Mjolnir. Right, when they built it around Mjolnir. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is what you have. You all are still standing in front of this uh, plastic sheeting. Okay, so I'm going to say we just start going and don't stop till we get there. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, man, I'm not going to be, I don't want to kill anybody. No, that's you what know. I'm saying. We just, like, you just start slicing through plastic, and we just, like, right. skedaddle. One of the keys is acting like you belong there. So if we just act like we belong here, that almost always works. Okay, yeah, as Duck slices through plastic with a sword, you yell, we're supposed to be here, don't worry. We lost <laughs> Could our we key. pretend to be exterminators or something? That's good. We lost our keys, mm-hmm. so we used the sword to get in. Yeah. Somebody's going to need to fix that later. Okay. We've got a plan. 
Janelle says, I don't believe this plan is going to work very well. You all know Earthlings better than I do, though, so... Listen, at this point, I want to know who these fools are that as alarms are going off, they're still typing away on their keyboards. <laughs> you know, this is boring. Let's just go. Okay. <laughs> cool. Let's go in and I'll figure it out. I'm a duly appointed federal agent. Basically. That's true. That's true. So I'll cut in, just be like, hey, there's a flower emergency or something. Yeah. yeah. The old rigmarole. The it's old fine. I'll be real. I'll be real smooth about it. All right. Wait, let me just knock. Why are we even wasting our time here? Let's just knock. Okay, go for it. Okay, I knock on the door. You knock on the put. Your fist passes through the plastic sheeting, and somebody on the other side said, "Hey, what was that?" All right, so I'll just go ahead inside. Hey, everybody. Uh, my what name the is. Fuck? Hey, hey, who are you? No, oh, it's okay. My name is Duck Newton. I'm a duly appointed federal agent. That is a nickname. Uh, my legal name's not Duck. And uh, I you see am... one of them stand up uh, and start walking toward the back of the room. Hey, hey, listen, hey, bud. I'm gonna. I'll take out Beacon and point it at their throat. Hey, bud. We got some things to do tonight. All right. You don't know me, and you and I wouldn't kill any of you. You hear that? I... He's not gonna kill us. Let's get out of here. I, Doc Newton, would thrill at the idea of slicing. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, yes, flesh bag. Take your seat. Uh, the person sits back down. There's about uh, there's like four people in this room. You can now see it's basically like a uh, like a computer lab. This is where like they whatever research they are doing on the uh, on the archway. They're not doing it like right next to the thing. Uh, they have their computers like networked running into here, and you see. Um, there's, there's, there are more computers than there are people in here. So you assume some people already took off. Uh, but these four, uh, are, I guess the cool ones who weren't scared by the alarms and people running around. So, uh, Aubrey uh, steps in there with duck. Um, Hey, you all seem nice. I'm betting you don't want to fight us. We don't want to fight you. He's got a talking sword. I can do real ass magic. It's true. So let's, I'm bad at lying, so let's just uh, go for it. What are y'all doing? Let's start there. Anybody answers. Anybody wants to answer, just go for it. What are y'all up to? Nobody is <laughs> inspired to answer okay, that well, question. Listen, I'm a, hu I'm a human being. I'm not, I don't want to hurt anybody, but my sword here loves this game called Fingers and Toes. And he's just going to start taking them, and I can live with that because we got a lot on the line. Uh, and I'll let him have, well, let's start with one finger, and then we'll just kind of go from there. So who wants to volunteer who's not a big tennis buff that can spare a pinky? Anybody? Uh, this is, this is believe it or not, you need to roll plus charm. <laughs> You're being very charming right now. What a that, smooth operator. Yeah, this is for sure manipulate someone, I think. It's not, okay. It's not a, I'm not bluffing and I'm not manipulating anybody. I mean, I guess it's a manipulation in the sense that, anyway. Well, wait, is, is this something that you are willing to follow through on? Fuck yes, I am. Okay. Absolutely, no question. I would argue right. it's act under pressure then. Yo, listen, I, uh, okay, I know you all don't know me very well. And I know I'm threatening a lot of stuff that sounds like a lot of macho bullshit. Um, just a quick check though with my two compatriots who know me a little better than you all. Am I lying right now? Oh, no, you'd know. 
You'd know you'd if he know was lying. You'd know in a I, fucking yeah. heartbeat if I was lying, bud. I'm going, lie. from the, I'm going from the gut. You know, this, yeah. this seems to be you being honest. Yeah, this is, a, this is a legitimate situation we got going, and we honestly are running out of time. So, uh... I'm gonna. You still. You want me to roll? Yeah, manipulate? I mean, you're trying. You are trying to get information out of them, and this is the reason you are giving them for it. Or else, I will. I will cut off your fucking toes. And, okay. and I would suggest that by us, him asking us and us chiming chiming in, that we are helping. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Hey, I forget. We're back in the play. Can for we do? Sure. Can we do help out? You can do it before or after the roll. So, do you want to let him roll and see what happens first, and then you yeah. guys can roll to eight? Yeah, sure. Because there's no need first. to open yourself up to consequences if if you don't need okay. to. Okay. That is a three. Wuffa duffa. Plus charm. I don't charm. know how much we could help. Plus charm is one. That's a four. Can't help. That would get you up to six if you both succeeded. Uh, the person who was uh, in, in uh, the, the, the person that you kind of convinced to sit back down in his chair, uh, he stands back up and he charges for uh, a, an alarm button uh, at the back of the room. Uh, and he is he's just going to he is going to press it here in a second because Aubrey your, your acts under pressure. Failed. OK. And pulls off Barkley's wristband. Uh, I don't think you would need to act under pressure to do this, but you are opening up Barclay to significant danger, I would say. I think he took it off whenever he, like, broke down the fence or whatever. He's definitely slipped it back on because he does not want to just be wandering around as Bigfoot. But So you're ripping off his wristband? We need a distraction. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't, okay, I want to question, I guess I don't really have time in the moment to question the internal logic, but, like, if I'm on a flow chart of logical actions, a bunch of dumbass is threatening me i'm gonna go for the alarm like what is the reality in which i see bigfoot and think i can handle this on my own <laughs> that's fair um i don't need i don't need an alarm for this could thacker throw his um his spiked stick at the uh at the the alarm button uh yes uh, i think it would take a very good role to do it i think this would be an act under pressure uh to to make this make this move if memory serves cool is not Thacker's strongest suit, but if you want to give it a roll, give it a shot, um, then please have at it. Okay. You chuck your... Oh, damn! Oh, damn, he rolled a 10. He rolled a 10, but I think it's minus one, isn't it? Yep, makes it a nine. Uh, I'll give you a, I will give you a, uh, a price to pay, but it's not your price. Uh, you throw it... And you pin this guy's hand to the wall, and he just starts oh, like screaming, like "Ah, what the fuck? What? Oh my god, this I'm hurts!" I'm telling really y'all, bad. we're not, we're not fucking with you. No, <laughs> I'm serious, we're not fucking around. This is into the world shit. I, I've done the train problem. You know what I mean? The the tro the trolley problem. I, I can run the numbers here, guys. You got to help me out. Uh, and and to be honest, I was aiming for your head. <laughs> uh okay the 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 guy's like do i take it do i take it out or leave it there i'm not take it out i take it out i'm gonna need it later but it's oh. but is that bad or good is it holding my blood in or what's up <sighs> i got i always forget that yellow on black right. leave it in yeah red on black right. i can never remember oh my god oh my god all right thacker pull it out I'm gonna go to all right. i'm gonna go to sleep <laughs> yeah you should faint if you can faint I'm you should go do to, that i'm gonna go to sleep now Good night. Uh, and yes. Aubrey's going Excellent. to attempt to heal the wound. Okay, boy, I hope this fails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, while my friends tend into that, um, does anybody else want to talk? Because I feel like 
even less time than before. It's a 10 total. Okay, Aubrey heals his hand. It heals up. He's still yeah, a, and I'm not even going to wipe. I'm not even going to wipe the blood off the spot. Nasty, I'll nasty, just nasty. Wave uh, it in your faces. Uh, there is a uh, bespectacled woman who stands up, and she's like, "I, I, I what do you, what do you want to know? What do you, what's into the world stuff? What's going on? Is it, is, uh, is there something happening with the, with the door?" I'm, no, Geraldo, I'm not, I'm not answering questions here. You're going to tell me what are you doing? Come on. We, we were brought here by the Bureau of Unexplained Phenomena, and we, we, we were brought here to study this. Archway after uh, some cataclysmic event that happened here in Kepler, and uh, we haven't really learned anything. It hasn't opened up, but we, we've been trying to study like the patterns of energy that it's been giving off. And great, okay, that's way weird. too much. That's plenty. Um, where is uh Mama? Who? The woman that was being Fuck. interrogated. Are you are you talking about Miss Cobb? Yeah. Uh, she's yeah, Miss Cobb. Where she's at? Yeah, uh, she was in a. Uh, there was like a holding room that they were keeping her in. She's been in there for way longer than I think they're allowed to keep people. But y- y- she, she, she's in there. Uh, it's just back back through that door to the left. Can we please go? Yeah. Oh yeah. The four of you need to uh, get as far as you can because like uh, planet devouring evil is about to like burst through the door. So you're gonna want to be like distant. Yeah, none of y'all are wizards or anything. Oh, that's a good question. Can any of you fight? Because if so, maybe stay. Maybe it won't be that bad. Yeah. (laughs) You'll be okay. Better than getting stuck on the hand. Uh, Yeah. That that dude should go, though. That dude's cash. You need to get to the hospital. Uh, The bespectacled woman says, I LARP sometimes, but I think this is probably going to be a little bit heavier than that. Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Though, where do you do? Is that a local group or what? Hey, we can exchange information later. Uh, everybody, get the fuck out. Uh, yeah, the t- two of the other uh, folks in the room pick up the guy who you speared, uh, and uh, a- along with that woman you were speaking to, they all uh, leave the room. And uh, yeah, now there is just sort of the the door beyond, uh, deeper into the facility. Um, and while you were sort of like finishing up that negotiation, you see uh, Dr. Drake and she like slides into one of the computers. Uh, rather, she sits down in front of one of the computers. She doesn't leap into the screen like a ghostwriter or something. <laughs> uh, and you see she's just been like sort of typing away, ignoring the man's screams as uh, you spear his hand into the wall. Uh, and uh, after a while, she she taps on the inner button. She says, all right, uh, I got into the... Um, Main I got frame. in the back door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I hacked into the FBI mainframe. No, it's just like a, a, the facility's op, op system. Um, I got in there. Uh, there's not a map or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure I can get you through whatever doors you need to get through. But I gotta stay. I gotta stay here to do it. Um, do we have like? Can we telepathically speak or something? What's the deal with that, Duck? I mean, we got walkie-talkies. That is good. I forgot about. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's all right. You get you get caught up in the wizardry and all that stuff. But yeah, we'll just use regular communication devices. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and lock every other door in the facility except the ones y'all need to move through. So hopefully we can limit the sort of uncomfortable discussions like the one we just had. I don't know. I thought Fair. we made some new friends. It's yeah, we'll we'll see about that later. We'll see how many uh, you know, hits on FB we get after we get out of here. Um, but uh yeah, and also I guess if all y'all die, I can be sort of like last bastion of hope for humanity out here in the entryway. I got this battle axe that I guess I can use. So, 
Um, this should be this should be good. This is a good plan. Yeah. All right. Uh huh. Yeah, I can't tell if she's being sarcastic. Or no, one almost can. always. Yeah, constant. It's like a yeah, constant okay. stream. I actually, I haven't been sincere about anything since like 2004. So <laughs> that's when right. sincerity died. I have a rough idea where Mama is from my psychic stuff. So follow me. Cool. So we do have psychic stuff. Oh, just him. Well, okay. Yeah, bye. he does. I can. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. hello dear friends this is griffin mcroy i am known as your dungeon master around these parts and also your best friend and this is episode 33 of the Adventure Zone Amnesty, and we're doing this one far, far off in advance. We're weirdly ahead of schedule uh, now with with having this one prepared, by which I mean like a week ahead of time, which is really something for us. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we're really getting to the end here. Thank you all so much for sticking with, with Amnesty. Uh, I, I hope you have enjoyed it and uh, enjoy the conclusion. I still don't know what that's what it's going to be, <laughs> so I hope I enjoy it too, but uh, we'll find out together at the same time. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth. Don't worry. Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with 
reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code adventure to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago. We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Thank you to everybody who has been tweeting about the show using the Zonecast hashtag, uh, spreading the word not not just about the show, but about um, uh, you know about balance and everything else we've we've done on this podcast, and about uh, the graphic novel, which uh, thanks to y'all became an, another number one New York Times bestseller because y'all are out of control and you you must be stopped. Uh, it really means so much to us uh, how, how much support you've shown us over the years, and uh, I, I hope you continue to enjoy this stuff that we make. Uh, thanks also to Max Fun for having us on the network. You can go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great shows there like uh, Story Break or Stop Podcasting Yourself or Judge John Hodgman uh, or so many more all at Maximum Fun. We have other stuff at McRoy.Family, uh, including uh, some, some new Taz merch. we got a cool Mothman pin. Uh, and we got a, oh, we have a fanny pack. <laughs> we have a fanny pack now. If you want to play your own home game of Dadlands, you're going to need a fanny pack. This one's got all kinds of Taz iconography on it. It looks really cool. I want one, and this is the first time I've ever wanted a fanny pack before, so it's, it is legit. Um, yeah, you can check all that out at McElroy.family. We are now back on schedule, so I'm going to let you get back to the rest of the episode. Next one will be up in two weeks, which uh, is going to be on, well, it's going to be in August. I'll tell you that much. I know for sure that it's in August. But the real question that scientists are still trying to settle, the 22nd, it'll be up on August 22nd. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. You all uh, pass through this this computer lab, and uh, you you enter this long hallway. And as soon as you enter in, uh, you see doors like in in this hallway that kind of curves around this uh, circular central structure. Boy, that was a mouthful. Uh, and as you like enter the hallway, you watch these lights above those doors just like all instantly turn red uh, as Dr. Drake executes some sort of command. Um, and then uh, uh, sort of around the hallway leading toward the center uh, the, the, of this like circular chamber, you see one of the doors uh, kick on and turn green. And uh, Dr. Drake says, all right, that's the um, 
that's a decontamination room. Uh, you pass through there, and it's, I think it's I think that's just it. I think that leads you right into where the where the archway thing is that you told me about. So, um, yeah, you better you better get. I don't know how long it is before somebody comes in here and you know tries to tries to start something. Tries to Zachary, get froggy. Where's Mama from here? In that door, in that room, I think. Yeah, the the center of the uh, of the facility is where you sort of saw the archway. Okay, well then. What are we, you know, waiting for? We move in. Okay, uh, you all head into the uh, decontamination room. It's a, it's a like a long hallway, and uh, you see it, it's, it is illuminated. Sort of the walls are illuminated in the same way that a lot of the uh, areas in this facility are, and there are. Um, there's some nozzles everywhere. There's like a short little uh, path where there's some sort of like liquid on the floor. Uh, there's a little like um, locker built into the wall for you to just like put your your clothes and put on like a a, uh, a biohazard suit or something. They are taking every precaution with this thing, you assume. Uh, but right now, like the decontamination protocols do not look active uh, as you as you step inside uh, and. You begin making your way down the decontamination room. Okay. I'm asking. That was a question. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, as you and your party, which just as a reminder is now the three of you with uh, Barclay and Janelle, uh, as you sort of move in through the room, uh, you see the door in front of you, uh, the light above it turn red. And you hear Dr. Drake say, what the, what the hell? And then her walkie, you can't hear it anymore. Uh, and then the lights in this room, in the hallway, uh, just sort of like built into the walls, they fade uh, and are just nearly out. And now there's just sort of a dim light in here. Then you hear a mechanical noise off to your right. And when you look over, you see a panel slide open and behind a a uh, thick, you assume, bulletproof window, you see Agent Stern in a room alongside the decontamination chamber. And he looks at all of you for a while, um, looks at Thacker with a little bit of confusion. I don't think you all have met. And uh, Agent Stern says, I figured, I figured it was you. What are you all doing here? Uh, Saving the world, open the goddamn door. Anybody else want to try and take a different tact with that? Um, I mean, we're we are here, um, to save the world. That's accurate, and opening the door would be hellaciously rad of you. Uh, but that's just kind of a nice way of saying what Aubrey just said. Uh, listen, we need Mama. And and we need your help. We we we've got like a razor thin chance of keeping Earth on the rails here. And if you could do us a solid here, just get on board. It would be you always seem pretty cool. Uh, that'd be real helpful. Yeah. Uh, to extend what I was saying earlier, uh, the world is about to be invaded by a force that was killing the world it was in, and if we don't stop it. It will kill this earth, and we're the only ones who can stop it, and we need to go through the gate, and we need Mama to do that, and we need you to make sure everyone's kind of guarding this side of the gate 
or let me check my calculations. Tick, 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 tick. Everyone's going to die. You all have known about this stuff for the whole year I've been here with you. You've known about all this, right? Yep. And you kept it from me. Why? I could have helped. I could have done something. We could have stopped. We could have stopped Ned, the mountain, everything. Hey, hey, bud, like nothing personal, right? But look around you. This is the reality where the government knows what's going on, right? Like you have proven withholding information from you was the 100% right path. Because this is the reality we're trying to avoid. Mama has been, let's be honest, kidnapped by y'all. And our friends have been put in danger because you have locked them away from their home, Amnesty Lodge. And you have basically locked down the entire town and put the inhabitants at risk uh, and turned this into a literal federal case. Uh, you catch him off guard with that last part. You see, like, a when you mention Mama especially, you, you, you notice, like, a, uh, he, he loses his breath for a second. And he says, I suspected you all knew more than you were letting on. And because I got to know you, I assumed that you weren't using that information for any ill intent. I just, I just wish you'd told me. That's all. Uh, I think I, I think one of you is going to need to. I think you're making a good case here, and I think he is very very sympathetic to what you're saying. But I do, I still think this has to be a, uh, a manipulate someone. Uh, I got a se- seven plus one, eight. Uh, I mean, if Aubrey and, or you could use a luck point or I Aubrey got a and, six. I got a six plus one, so seven. That would bring it up to a nine. If Thacker wants to roll to help out too, I, you have not. Nah, no, no help whatsoever. It's a four. Uh, okay, that is a nine. Uh, they'll do it only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. Agent Stern says, I apologize. I know that. I know that <laughs> apparently we're under time constraints. It's just this has been my entire life, and there's I feel like there's still so much that I do not know. And I mean, but Barclay, I I didn't expect this from from you. And Barclay looks at you, Aubrey, and Duck, and at Thacker and Janelle, and he says, "Ah, what the fuck." And he takes his bracelet off and turns into Bigfoot. Uh, and Agent Stern like takes a step back and he puts his hands, he like clasps his hands around his mouth and like looks at all five of you in the face, like, what really? What? What? This whole what? Uh, and then the That's panels, right. Your best friend has been Bigfoot the whole time. And he takes a minute and he sort of collects himself. And then he just smiles and the panel slides shut and the lights come back on and the door at the end of the room opens up and Agent Stern says, we better hurry. And he gestures to this large metal door beyond the the quarantine zone. Do we know Agent Stern's like first name? Agent Stern's first name is... Daniel. Not Daniel. Roger. 
Not Roger. God, I have a lot of characters in here. Uh, here we go. Uh, Joseph. Joseph. Oh, I don't know why I asked. I would feel weird. I just thought about it, and it would feel weird saying Joseph. Yeah, um, he, well, how about that? He says, um, I'm probably not going to be an agent after they find out what I just did, so um, I'm just Joseph now. <laughs> All right, Joseph, listen. We're going to go through the gate. On this side, you have to get your people ready because shit will come through. Shit is going to happen, and they are going to need a voice of reason. They're going to, because what we don't want is panic or wildfire or anything like that. We want everybody to stay, you know, head on a swivel, have some idea what's going on, and you're going to be that voice of reason, all right? You're going to be the one who, you know, if it breaks bad, get people out of here, but, like, hold the line as long as you can. Do you understand? Um, I do. I uh, A lot of my people are out in the woods, as far as I know, chasing a bunch of stunt bikers around, but I will see what forces I can muster. Yes. Um, what, uh, you mentioned a time limit. How, how long do we have? Uh, and, Duck, you look at your watch. It is, it is, um, it's like 9.29. You are, you are just like, uh, I forget what time exactly we said it pops off. That would probably be good. If 9.35. 35. Yeah, you have. 9.35. Not very long. Uh, uh not long. He, like six minutes. We need to hustle and flow. Uh, and where is mama, Joe? I suspect she's in here. Um, let me, let me try doing the talking, okay? And he, uh, places his hand on a scanner and, uh, puts his, uh, puts his face on this retina scanner and these, uh, alarms all around this huge metal door start blaring and it slides open. And there's grass at your feet. Uh, and the, the, the whole room here is without proper flooring like the rest of the facility. Uh, at first glance, you could be fooled into thinking that you're outside standing in that that lush clearing in the woods with the archway standing tall in front of you um but then you would realize that this clearing is surrounded by those those thick uh like plaster walls uh with a ceiling made of that same sturdy paneling as the rest of the facility and all those ceiling panels are leaning in toward uh this open porthole window at the center of the room directly over the arch um and there are there are various monitors and like sensors all scattered about, uh, around the lawn here, uh, all printing out readings of some some sort, all uh, wired into uh, the gate. Uh, and there are several like long black crates of some sort stacked in in neat piles against the far wall. Um, and between you and the archway is Mama, and her hands are. Uh, are bound behind her in, and she's sitting in a chair and her head is drooped downward and standing behind her with a rifle pointed directly at your party is a tall man in a black suit. And uh, Agent Stern says, Agent Haynes, we need to let these people through. And ha Agent Haynes responds, I'm relieving you of duty, Stern. All of you, put your weapons down on the ground very slowly. Stern says, Haynes, you, you don't want to do this, trust me. And at that point, Mama kind of rouses and looks up at all of you. And then she sees you, Thacker. And she says, no fucking way. Yeah. 
Hey, Maddie, how are you doing? That name sucks, and I've told you that. A lot. I know, I know, I know. Haynes says, Your weapons, down now. Aubrey holds out a uh, snitch. Yo, if you draw a knife, this man is going to shoot no, at you. No, holds it out, just like, like pinky, you know, like to set oh, down I the see, weapons, right? And drops it. Okay. And he goes flying. Okay. Uh, this is... I'm not trying to kill him, let's put it that way. It may be act under pressure to see if you can kick some ass without him just like... No, you know what? He doesn't know that this is a fucking magic knife, right? Go ahead yeah. and kick, roll to roll to kick some ass. I think you're using magic to hurl it, so I think it's, yeah, it's probably just plus magic. Okay. Uh, which is fairly good, because I rolled a six plus weird, right? Yes, that brings it up to an eight, correct? Correct. Okay, uh, you hit him in the shoulder, um, and because it is a... Uh, because it is a kick some ass roll and you did not fully succeed, he is going to get you to. Uh, so while he is, uh, you knock him off balance, right? You get him in the shoulder and uh, he takes two harm. Um, but as he kind of reels, a shot rings out and you get hit in, uh, in your shoulder uh, and the vest catches some of it, uh, but you still take two harm. Oh, even with the vest? Who bleeds It's a bullet. Yeah, I think we've established it's that bullets a bullet. are f- yeah, it's yeah, fairly yeah. dangerous in this world. Uh, okay, he, he has been like definitely knocked off balance. Uh, and Thacker or Duck, I'm going to let you all decide sort of what happens What happens next. I think your reaction time is, is pretty on point here. Uh, I think Thacker would probably run over and try to... She's sitting in a... Uh, Mama's sitting in a chair, right? Mm-hmm. I think he would run over and like body tackle her in the chair to try to get her out of the line of fire. Okay, cool. Uh, act under pressure. <laughs> Come on, okay, cool, well, cool boy. Let's see what you got. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Give me just a second, okay? Are you trying to see if you can psychic blast her out of the way? No, 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 no. He has other things. He's got moon. You have all right. Wait a minute. You have encompassed the soul of the universe. Holy you shit! Never, you never need. You never need to act under pressure due to feelings of fear, despair, or isolation. It's called cosmic insight. Okay. Now, do you have this? Is this one of the moves yeah. that you have? Yes. One of them is uh, the uh, psychic event. Yeah. One of them is Cosmic Insight. I think you've got a little bit more juice because Thacker need, doesn't have the levels that... Yeah, we've, we've figured that out. So, uh, okay, I think you're afraid, right? You could act... You could uh, you could make that case. I think that you are afraid for your friend Mama, right? Is that the argument that you're making? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, no role required. You run and jump, and while, he, uh, while Agent Haynes is caught off guard, you run and... Uh, tackle Mama and sort of do a roll move in midair and uh, land away from uh, the the melee. Um, uh, Duck, what do you do? Uh, okay, so he's got Mama. Mm-hmm. Bullet, uh, Mr. Guns, is that? Agent Haynes. Agent Haynes. He, he, is he down or is he... he... He has just sort of been spun. He's just sort of been reeling. He is starting to... Uh, in, the, in the time that it took ne- uh, uh, that it took Thacker to do his thing, uh, he has started to regain his, his composure. I'm going to give him a forearm shiver, try to knock him out against the wall. Okay. 
It would probably be easier to do that against the archway because you're kind of at the center of this room. Um, sure. Okay. okay. Uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and kick some ass. Uh, gladly, Griffin. I'll happily kick some ass. Uh, let me pull up my ass kicking panel. Click the button that says kick ass on it. To kick ass. Just click yeah. it once. Don't click it twice. Eight plus two, ten Boom! ass points. You have kicked ass. Uh, Out go the light. Okay, you, what is the thing that you said? I'm just giving him, you know, forearm shiver. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> no, trying to knock it's him. It's a sports term. <laughs> yeah, just kind of knock him knock him against the, the thing. Just trying to knock him, take him out, take him take him down, take him out. Uh, okay, I think uh, you you have chosen, you're trying to like incapacitate him rather than actually hurt him, right? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. then I'm going to say you do zero harm, and uh, he manages to like hit you with the butt of his gun uh, for two harm, which you... You, you know, shrug off, no big deal. Uh, and in lieu of doing harm, uh, you choose one extra effect. I guess you're doing force them where you want them, right? To Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you plow him against the side of the uh, of the archway, and he crumples and, and goes down like a sack of bricks. And, um, yeah. Uh, just okay. FYI, he have- Aubrey is unstable, unless she was fully healed before going into this encounter yeah you i mean you you didn't suffer any harm in this arc right you had recovered yes. this this is two months after the events of you getting oh, a big okay, chunk cool. of wood in your leg yeah so okay so, yeah everyone should be everyone should be fresh we're at two um so I, okay. okay i'm gonna search his pockets for like id badge anything like that Keys, key cards whatever yeah. uh yeah i mean he has key card for sure um okay. you are you you are at the archway you don't necessarily have anywhere else to go necessarily in the facility i mean i guess you could right. poke around and i could make some bullshit up but yeah you have his you have his you have his stuff i'd rather i'm just listen i i used to play a lot of video games right sure i'm not gonna leave any resources behind yeah he's you gotta, never know when you need to like use fish on so right. you're looting he's got a looting. Looting. he's got a bologna sandwich he's Ooh. got a we can use uh, that against the bear in the cave so that we he's can got get a the same he's got a brown chitin protector so you're gonna love that <laughs> i like that i love that bcp that, P, that bcp's what, 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 gonna treat what, you so right what time is on your watch there duck uh, it's not it's uh, 9 31 it's uh it's you're up against it i assume thacker you are uh, uh untying mama and yeah getting her back yep. on her feet uh, and giving her giving her some of my special gorp with yeah. the pepperoni and the peanut butter chips. Uh, you we, say we, with uh, pepperoni? It's there's rough stuff in it's there. Vulgar. Uh, oh, yeah. Vulgar. God. Uh, as you sort of get Mama back on her feet and hand her this horrible bag of just nasty garbage, just stink uh, fruit. <laughs> she says, uh, "Oh my God, Thacker, Thacker, not not right now, please. Okay, you have no idea what kind of." You need the protein. I do not need need that. I do not need that protein, Thacker. I do not need that. Oh, my God. You know, I give and I give and I give. Uh, She's like, all right, hold up. And she takes a fistful and eats it and really struggles with it. But it seems to snap her out of whatever tranquilized funk she was in. She says, good God, Thacker. That is. I know. I know. She says, "Um, so let me guess. You're. you're going back in? You're going back through? Yeah, we're going to... Uh, I remember how to get to the, the heart of the quail, and I'm going to lead this ragtag band, and we're going to go do something. We haven't really quite figured out what, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're going, we're going back in, into the hinterland. So you, you know how much trouble I went through 
finding your sorry ass over there, and now you're just gonna uh, just traipse traipse on back in. Yeah, it sounds nuts, don't it? I mean, you want me to print you off a map quest or something, Thacker? I'm worried you maybe lost that that trailblazing edge there. Are no, I know. I listen. I got it burned in my memory. I know exactly. I know exactly where we're going. I I do want to tell everybody something real quick. Last time I done this, especially when I went up right into the heart of the quail, I I kind of got uh like possessed mm-hmm. by the quail, and it really made me kind of funky. So, uh, Duckburg, you may want to be ready to go with your sword there to, you know, if I start acting all, um, end you kind of end you. Yeah. When next time, if I go all feral again, yeah. uh, please feel free to, you know, let me have it. Now, Justin, oh, sure. is Duckburg Duck's real name? Is Duck a nickname <laughs> no. for Duckburg? Mom, Mama not. says, yeah, go ahead and belay that one there, Duck, because you can just sort of punch him a few times in the face, knock him out and drag his ass back to earth like, uh. Like old mama did, so. Well, you know, heat of the moment. She puts an arm around your shoulder, Thacker, and she says, Hey, real for real, though, it is uh, it is nice to see you again, Thacker, even even though it's at uh, here at the end of the world, so. Yeah. Um, how do I look, by the way? You know, I was in there six years. The beard is the that. beard is wild. It's good, isn't it? Isn't it nice? I think I see I a thought full, about braiding it. I see braiding a full it? Twizzler in there. Mama, are you are you okay? Are you like how are you holding Let's up? Let's go. I mean, come on. I'm not doing no. Uh, she, you're checking in with Mama as uh, Agent Stern drags uh, Agent Haynes out into the hallway. And uh, Aubrey's retrieved Stitch, by the way. Just oh yeah, sure. And Agent Stern has retrieved the rifle that Agent Stern had. Um, and, uh, he points to the back of the room where Barclay mm-hmm. is, uh, m- trying to move some of those crates and Agent Stern yells, Hey, oh God, careful, careful. Oh my God. And he runs over and opens up the crate that, uh, Barclay was moving and he pulls out this, like, it looks like an orange, like clay brick. And he gestures to it. He says, it's, it's, it's Simtex. It's plastic explosive. They were, uh, they were going to blow the gate as an emergency measure if things went, like way south, so let's not maybe put that in the line of fire. Um, and he points at another crate and says, "Like that one's empty. Let's let me help you care." And Barclay just like lifts it off the ground with one hand. And Barclay's like, "We'll talk. We'll talk about this later. Okay, we're gonna have a big talk later. But but like later." Uh, and they start stacking up uh, these these empty crates in front of the uh, in front of the archway building like a barricade. Uh, and Mama says, "Like I, I'm fine, Aubrey, but I, I don't know that I got my sea legs here, so I'm probably gonna hang here and just be, you know, uh, reserves line in case something makes it through. Which hopefully, if that happens, it means y'all are probably beefed it. So that's gonna be bad, like worst case scenario. But I'm doing all right. How are you? I haven't seen you in a bit. It's been really, really hard. Yeah, I bet. Shit, um, man. I just tried to do what you would do and." keep everybody safe and make sure everybody was taken care of and we you know we um we, we rehoused some people in different buildings and we rerouted uh the water from from the spring down to h2o that was fun and we've been we've been taking people there to keep them hey hey it's all right listen you're is redundant i wasn't even gonna ask about this stuff i knew you were gonna take care of everybody aubrey that's you know i've known you for a while now, I know that's what you do. Hey, it's all right. I'm just doing my best. Can we save 
Earth. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it's you, you all have like a couple minutes, and um, Barclay walks up to you all and says, hey, I know we only have a minute. Let's keep this short. I'm going to stay behind, too. I'm going to make sure Mama and Stern don't get got with my super Bigfoot powers. But you all are my best friends, and uh, do a good job over there, and uh, proud of you, glad I met you, and all right. All right, let's do our secret handshake yeah, it's, that we've done a million times before. Okay. And Barkley, if you could do me a favor, and in yeah. case I don't make it. Yep, yep, yep. We're still doing Send it. a letter to eight-year-old Aubrey and okay. tell her that she got to be best friends with Bigfoot. Yeah, I will do just that. Okay, all right, all right. And uh, they all stack up behind these these uh, crates. And, Duck, how are, you, how are you contacting Minerva? Is it through walkie-talkie? Or, I mean, you all have established that you can sort of holo- hologram into each other yeah it's a good question yeah i think i think probably the psychic bond is still there okay um i mean i think that that would make a lot more sense to me than than relying on walkie talkies or something like yeah for sure uh you you like you know intuitively kind of close your eyes and you see minerva and uh her and leo are standing like on on the face the like crumbled face of uh, Mount Kepler, and you can see that she is just sort of like sitting on a like a bit of broken rock, and she is she's got her zwei hander like just sort of planted into the ground, and you realize that you are appearing to her as this like spectral vision, which I don't think you've actually done before, uh, mm-hmm. and she looks a little bit spooked to see you, and she says, "Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Okay, you're really coming along, duck." Um, I, I don't know how I'm doing it either. I'm worried I'll sneeze and fuck Well, it don't up. do that, obviously. Uh, is it is it time? Yeah, it's time. It's got to be like pretty much right away. So I, stay on the line and let me know when she's opened it. Just before that happens, <laughs> Thacker says, Up the airy mountain, down the rushing glen. Okay. We dare not go a-hunting for fear of little men. You see, nobody ever goes in, and nobody ever comes out. Okay. Uh, Channeling Willy Wonka. No, that yeah, was no, real okay. weird. All right. That was so weird. I love okay, it. Okay, Janelle, I'm going to open the gate. Don't let anything kill me. Uh, and then when we get in there, Thacker, you lead us towards the quell, I guess. And Janelle, keep us alive. It is a fucking good plan, man. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, and with that, uh, soft moonlight starts to uh, descend from the porthole, and it is illuminating the archway in this this just cylinder of like dreamy radiance. And Aubrey, you'll, you you approach the archway's smooth surface with your hand outstretched, just kind of cautiously. Um, and on the other side of town, standing on on that rocky outcropping on the side of Mount Kepler. Um, Minerva, following your cue, Duck, raises her blade in the air with both hands, and she closes her eyes, and she takes a deep breath. And, Aubrey, your finger touches the cold, smooth stone as Minerva's blade cuts through the air.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, it's Ali Kokesh, one of the cast members of Mission to Zix, a new addition to the Max Fun Network. We're blown away by the welcome we've received from Max Fun listeners, telling us you've discovered the show and are binging it hard, supporting us during the drive, and just being rad humans all around. Mission to Zix is an improvised, obsessively sound designed sci fi comedy epic following a group of ambassadors as they explore the ass end of space. I play Dar, the 12 foot tall omnisexual security officer with furry scales, chest talons, and a series of flaps and shoots that are for. Yeah, you know what? You'll figure it out. We'd be delighted if you joined our crew aboard the aging sentient starship, the Bargerian Jade, as we travel the Zix Quadrant, meeting all sorts of weird aliens played by brilliant guest comedians. That's Mission to Zix. Z-Y-X-X. Dead Pilot Society brings you exclusive readings of comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Patton Oswalt. So the vampire from the future sleeps in the dude's studio during the day, and they hunt monsters at night. It's Blade meets the odd couple. <laughs> Adam Scott and Jane Levy. Come on, Corey. She's too serious, too businessy. She doesn't know the hokey pokey. Well, she'll learn what it's all about. <laughs> Busy Phillips and Dave Keckner. Baby, this is family. My uncle Tell, who showed his wiener to Cinderella at Disneyland, is family. Do you want him staying with us? He did stay with us for three months. And he was a delight. <laughs> a new pilot every month, only on Dead Pilot Society for Maximum Fun.